The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Dear Media IRL is back and we're showing up bigger, better and louder than ever. Join us on May 4th in Austin, Texas for the ultimate live podcasting experience. Watch and learn from your favorite Dear Media hosts as they bring their insightful discussions from your headphones to the stage. Get ready to be inspired, entertained and watch audio get a makeover. Tickets are on sale now at dearmedia.com slash IRL. See you on May 4th in Austin, Texas. Hey guys, it's Jordan Younger, your host of the Balanced Blonde Soul on Fire podcast. Here we go deep on all things astrology, awakening, wellness, motherhood, channeling, aliens, and so much more. We have deep conversations. We go to other realms. It's a lot of fun. So stick around. Let's dive on in. I cannot wait to connect. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the show. I'm so happy that you're here. Today we have a bonus episode for you. So hello on a Friday. It's been way too long since we have done a Friday episode. I'm super excited about today's conversation with the founder of BTR Nation, Ashley Nicholson. She's part of TBB fam. So she's one of us. She is spiritual. We're talking breath work, meditating, talking to angels, being a founder and also being a new mom, which is any of the new moms out there know doing it all truly. I'm so inspired by Ashley. I felt so connected to her. She's just an amazing person who is building such an incredible brand. So I know that so many of you are already fans of BTR Nation, which stands for Be Bold, Tenacious, and Resilient. And they are a better for you food company. So their chocolate, I literally live for. She gifted me some during this conversation and I've been keeping it in my purse and bringing it with me everywhere. I also love all of their superfood protein bars. Peanut butter chocolate chip is a game changer as well as the dark chocolate brownie. And of course, we have a discount code for you, which is balanced for 20% off site-wide and free shipping at btrnation.com. But ultimately, this conversation is so special because we're talking about the inspiration behind why Ashley started this company, which all started when she was caretaking for both of her parents when she lost both of her parents to cancer when she was only in her early 20s. She's a powerhouse. Anyone who can go through that and overcome that and then basically turn the most sour lemons into lemonade by creating this brand. Because when she was in the hospital with her parents, she noticed that they had no healthy food options. So from there, she created this brand. And I will let her share the story. So without further ado, we will get into this conversation. If you feel inspired to rate and review the show on Apple or Spotify, please do. And send me a screenshot to my email, jordan at thebalancedblonde.com so I can thank you and send you my free yoga ebook for rating and reviewing. Okay, now let's get into this conversation. Most people are like, let's talk about adaptogens, which are cool. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. love it, but... 
I like going deep and like yeah. really opening up. So yeah, we're gonna go deep. So feel free to You're push. on the perfect podcast. That's what I figured. You know, yes. I know. Oh my gosh, how special! Yes, yay! Cannot wait to eat these. They look so delicious. They're my favorite. So I was like, okay, I'll bring Jordan my favorite. Yeah. We're good. And we got them here on camera, so it's so perfect. Okay, cool. Ashley, I'm so happy that you're here. Thank you so much for making the trip from NorCal, my home, to come on the show. I am so excited to be here. I've been a listener for years. I have been a fan from before I started the company. So this is pretty wild and very full circle. It's so full circle and so synchronistic. And I love that I just found that out because I've been living in your world all morning. Mm -hmm. I've been deep diving on you. I have been reading your story. I've been listening to you. I obviously love your products. Thank you. And yeah, to come here and hear that you have been a listener and a fan and that you're a spiritual person and you know what we like to dive into on this show. 100%. So happy. Yes. Your episode, latest episode with Gabby Bernstein literally like had me in tears. uh, And it's usually... When I'm, when I'm flying, when I'm listening and catching mm-hmm. up to all on all my podcasts, mm-hmm. and I was like bawling. And the person next to me was like, what are you doing? What is it, wrong with you? And I was like, you don't even get it. <laughs> yeah, you don't even get it. Gabby opened up. It was so intimate. It was so special. And yeah, you're a mom and you're a working mom. Yes. So yes. that conversation like really it. hit deep yeah. for those of us who have businesses, who have babies, who feel all the things. All the things. <laughs> Yes. Doing all of the things, yes. wearing all of the hats, yes. having all of the highs and then all of the lows 30 seconds later. Mm-hmm. So, yes. High highs, low lows. And it's Pisces season. So I have never felt more high highs and low lows. Yes. It's so crazy. Astrology is so real. So we have to start then by yes. asking you, what's your sign? So I'm a Virgo mm. and a Virgo to my core. And my husband is a Virgo. Oh, my God. And my daughter is a Gemini. Oh, my God. You're opposite. <laughs> totally You're opposite. Medicine. Totally. I mm. love it. And although my husband, he is not, like, he doesn't embody the traditional signs of a Virgo. So it's very interesting. And then my rising sign is I'm a Sagittarius. Ooh. So I have all of this like grounding earth, but then I have all this fire behind me. And it's like, I think that's the the passion in the business and everything I do is like this fiery voice and I do everything yes. with this fiery conviction. Uh, so that's how I present myself. Mm-hmm. But I there's nothing more than I love than organizing spreadsheets and like sitting in front of my calendar, like so typical Virgo, just planning, organizing. And I just like love it. It, That's amazing. It gets me so excited. And then there's my Gemini daughter who's Uh a year and a half and she's just like singing and dancing and just chilling with life. She's my air sign counterpart. I love it. (laughs) That is amazing. And then what's your moon? My moon is Virgo. Oh my God, you're a double Virgo. I'm a double Virgo. So that Sagittarius rising really like gives you that fire where you show up in these public ways. But what an amazing double sign Virgo for a founder and a business owner because you can just keep all your stuff on law. So organized. So dialed in. Mm -hmm. So dialed in. But it's the the perfectionist definitely comes out Mm -hmm. so much. So it is so hard, especially, I mean, you get it when you're, so many spheres of your life and they're just, you have to run them all. You have mm-hmm. to manage them all. And it's, mm-hmm. there does come a time when you just have to say, okay, I'm doing the best that I can. And I think I'm in that season right now as I've been go, go, go and so many wins. And now I'm like, my cortisol is so spiked and I'm like, 
I got to take a step back. Yes. And I was like, this podcast will be like a really great way to reset and recharge and just relax a little bit. Like I'm doing well. The business mm-hmm. is crushing it. Like You're sold out at Erewhon. You're going to bring some bars here. I was, I was, but we're expanding like crazy. It's, it's an exciting time, but we have to take care of ourselves mm-hmm. too. And I think that's something that like just always goes on the back burner. It does. Yeah. So let's just ground here today and yes. just do some self-care and just dive deep and talk spirituality. I and love we'll it. both feel so rejuvenated. I know. What a gift. I can't believe I just get to do this for my job. I and know. then we just get it. to like feel better feel afterwards yes. and connect. So tell us a little bit about your story. Yes. You were a caretaker for both of your parents, which to my just how you became really interested in ingredients and clean foods. So I want to hear everything. Yes. Okay. So do we have two days? No, yes, okay. we do. Oh, my goodness. I, I do talk a lot. So feel free to interrupt. <laughs> Sagittarius rising, baby. That, that's it right there. Um, my, my mom was a Sagittarius actually as well, too. <laughs> oh, so I love wow. I love that. Um, and I've always loved that spontaneous part mm-hmm. of her. So I love having part of that in yeah, me. Yeah, that's special. It is special. So going back in the day, this was... Now my mom actually, the anniversary of her death is actually 10 years almost to the day. So, so being here is very special oh to me. Oh my So yeah. Wow. I didn't realize it had been 10 years. Neither did I. It like crept up on me. So and you were only 25. Yes. That's yeah. so hard. So hard. And then my father was diagnosed. So I'll, I'll start from the beginning. My father was diagnosed like right after my mom passed away. So my mom got very sick and she had something called a leomyosarcoma. And it's just so rare. It's basically a tumor that grows in your uterus. And she was misdiagnosed for years. Our, you know, family OBGYN would always tell her, oh, Donna, you're, you know, you're, that's my mom's name. You know, you're a hypochondriac. You're too, you know, you're too focused on your health. Like, just go and enjoy, relax. And she would always come to him with pelvic pain and pressure and just like, things that just didn't feel right. And she had a uterine fibroid and that fibroid turned malignant, which is, it is very, very rare. Mm -hmm. But when that happened, it was all of a sudden like night and day where, you know, one day it was okay, just go and enjoy, you know, relax, calm down. And then the next day it's all of a sudden malignant and metastasizing around the body. And by the time that they actually diagnosed it, she had already had stage five cancer. And this was, you know, absolutely shocking to me. You know, she, her treatment was so, it was so brutal. It was such a hard battle. And she really lived with the cancer for about a year. And, and that was her battle. And to me, this was obviously the most tragic thing that could happen in my life. Mm-hmm. I was I was one of her primary caretakers. My dad was obviously around for this journey as well. And it was just the absolute appalling food that we had in the hospital, in vending machines, in cafeteria food. It was disgusting. Mm-hmm. And so I started already thinking about like, could I do something better? At this point, I was on my own wellness journey being like, what actually, like, what's in these protein bars that we Mm -hmm. keep eating every single day, not just like this little treat? Like, what's in this, you know, this cafeteria muffin that has a shelf life of like three years? Why is that a thing? Wrapped in plastic. I can literally just see it in my mind. Exactly. Exactly. I'm like, what is in this? So I started exploring this and I have a background in biochemistry and in food studies and public health nutrition. So I had always had an interest, but this was like all of a sudden, 
it was impacting me directly because we were eating this every single day, living in doctor's offices, and it was just exhausting. I felt exhausted and all of the doctors and my friends and family members were like, oh, it's because you're tired, because you're taking care of your mom, you're stressed. But there was something else underlying that was mm-hmm. going on there. And when my mom passed away, I just pretty much, I just fell apart. I went into this hole. It was so, so challenging because I was 25. I was like, what am what am I going to do? Like when I start a family, like I don't have my mom, my mom and my dad were both my best friends, only child, like grew up so close to them. And even all of my friends, like they were their second mm-hmm. parents. So, and then a couple months later, my father started feeling like a little off and I was like, can't even think about anything. Like, I'm sure everything's fine. Trying to stay positive. And, you know, it kept on going on. And we were like, okay, let's like fix your diet. Let's like take some things out, see how that works. And we finally went to the doctor. They also misdiagnosed him because they were like, you know, there's not going to be all this rare cancer just like in this family. Lo and behold, my father had appendiceal cancer very rare form of cancer as well in the appendix. So it's both, I still like look back at this and I'm like, oh my goodness. I just like, I can't even because both of these, like a fibroid is something that could have been removed Mm -hmm. and an appendix also Mm -hmm. could be removed. Totally. And so they did surgery. They couldn't remove it. It had also moving just so quickly and it was metastasizing throughout the body and it acts a little bit like colon cancer. So that's how they were treating it. And my father didn't really have as many symptoms. And he actually lived for three years with the cancer. But it was like constant. As soon as my mom had passed away, we were back in the hospital, back eating all of this junk, out of hospital vending machines, trying to figure out. Now, I was the primary caretaker grieving my mom. It was just the absolute worst four or five years of my life. And it was, you know, before I even turned 30. And that was what prompted me. My, my When my father passed away, he actually, I started making these snacks for him. And my mom kind of saw the tail end of it, but not so much because she was just so sick at this point. She was like, just give me whatever, whatever I can mm-hmm. possibly stomach. But my father was really involved. Like he would get in the kitchen and he got so excited and he was making our, the first two recipes we ever made, which is our cinnamon cookie dough bar and our dark chocolate brownie bar. Oh my God, and love he love. loved the dark chocolate brownie bar. And he would, you know, take it to the hospital and, and doctors and nurses and people would be like, oh, this is cool. What is it? Like, you know, how's your little side project? the most, what most people say to women that are trying to start a business. Of course. People still say that to me about my podcast. It's so sad. People in my extended family, do you still have that little podcast? Yeah, it's been my full-time job for a decade. It's it's (laughs) mind-blowing. I know. It is just so wild Mm -hmm. how people don't get it. Like the the world is changing. This Mm -hmm. like nine to five job is just so it's, it's miserable for some people mm-hmm. and they want an opportunity to do something else. And totally. that's part of the reason like having this business is so important to me because it's showing people, especially women, like you can do it. It is mm-hmm. so hard. It is not a, for the faint of heart. It is not. It is a deli You're battle. capable. <laughs> exactly. Listeners, you're capable. You it's are hard. capable. Yes. It mm-hmm. is so hard, but you have to have your why so mm-hmm. dialed in. And my father, when he was in the kitchen making making the snacks with me, would get so excited. And, you know, we even, like, I was like, okay, maybe I'll start, like, a little catering company. And we would do, like, little catering side jobs. And he just loved it so much. And my Aww. father was an entrepreneur at heart. When he was sick, he actually decided, he's like, I'm going to go back and take 
an art class. So we started taking art classes while in between chemo and radiation, all the things. That's so cool. So cool. I love when people who are older and especially people who are struggling with their health, they just keep living their life and they try new things. I think that's so cool. It was so cool. He made business cards. I actually carry one with me. Like you should. It is the absolute. It was just, it was so inspiring to see And then my father incorporated the company when I started to get these little catering jobs. And he was like, you're going to do something with this one day. And he incorporated it as Better Brownie Bites. And I was like, okay, and I have have to keep this, even though the name of the company is BTR Nation. Mm -hmm. I was like, well, that's our legal name because my dad made it. And, you know, before he passed away, he was like, you have to do something with this. And I, you know, when, when he passed away, I pretty much tabled everything and just tried to focus on resetting and regrouping. And like it was when my mom passed away, I was devastated, but my bounce back was a little bit easier because I just felt like their spirits were together. Like when my mom passed away, it was just so hard. I felt like she was so alone and she would try to like come to me in Mm -hmm. in dreams and Mm -hmm. just, I felt her energy all the time, but she felt like lonely. And now I felt like they were together. together. Mm -hmm. So it was a little bit of an easier bounce back. And now every single day, everything I do in the company, it is a direct tribute to them. I like to say it's my love letter to them. Mm -hmm. You know, they, my mom probably would think that I'm crazy. She would be like, please go get a stable job and please make sure (laughs) that you pay yourself at some point in your life. You're doing so well. She would be so proud of you. Thank you. I think so. Uh, My dad would... He would have loved this. Mm-hmm. He would have been in the warehouse. He would have been here. He'd be like, let's go to LA. Let's do a, make a road trip. We'll go to Erwan. We'll I film think he some content. Is. I mean, he's let's here. just go there. Like, I feel like he's here. I feel like he is in the warehouse with you. That's what's so cool and so special. It's going to make me cry. I, I, <laughs> I, I usually cry. I, know, like, I can't talk about this without crying. But yeah. of course, I feel his energy. I feel him living through you. And that's so special. It is. It is. And now... I have a daughter and they would have, oh my goodness, I I can't even. I actually, something that was so synchronous is I found out the sex of my child on my mom's birthday. And, you know, as much as we all want happy, healthy babies, I know my mom was probably like whispering in my ear, being like, okay, let's have a little girl. (laughs) I just, I felt it. I felt my presence. Moms always want their daughters to have girls. It's a thing. It's, mm-hmm. I think it's a thing. Mm-hmm. I think she's like, well, you know, we had such a close relationship. Yes. And not that that's necessarily going to be the same, you know, but I think that that's what she wanted. But uh, we found out on December 6th that, <sighs> that you know, 2021. Oh, my goodness. It oh, seems wow. like forever ago. That's when I was like nine and a half months pregnant. Wow. <laughs> okay. That time. And how old Atticus is? So now he's 26 months. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. We're kind of past the point of saying the month. So now I'm like, he's two years and two months. Oh, my God. It's such a fun age. It is. He's like really talking now. I and love that. I love fully that. expressing himself. It's so fun. Oh, I love that so much. Mm-hmm. I feel like we, like Madison's, she's coming there. She's mm-hmm. talking a little, she's talking. I don't know exactly everything that she's saying. All she does is talk, but it's coming. It's coming. Yes. But this is such a fun age. It's so much fun. My, my parents would have loved it. Absolutely. So it's, it's so I tried to like be like, okay, what would they do? What would they say? Like, how can I pass on their legacy to them? How can I pass on their legacy through the business? And I, you know, I look back and this was years ago that both of them have passed. But when you still go to a hospital, what's the first thing that they serve you? Like a muffin and plastic saran, like nothing has changed. We're still in the exact same spot. Mm-hmm. Our food system is still absolutely broken. And that is why we exist. Yeah. 
Wow, that's so inspiring. You're giving me flashbacks to when I was in the hospital after having Atticus and sending Jonathan down to the cafeteria or whatever it was to get me food after having been in labor and give birth for like 24 hours. And he came back up and he was like, you're going to kill me. There's literally nothing. There's nothing that you would touch. So I sent him to Erwan and then he came back. And that's Erwan the beauty for the of, yes. of giving birth at UCLA. Yes. But honestly not because there also should have been food there. The only thing that I could eat was the oatmeal. And who knows also where that came from. But I was like, okay, well, it's I could something. eat the oatmeal. Totally. It's something. It's just wild. And, know. you know, part of our channel strategy is to actually exist in hospitals. And we're, we're working our way. Like, it yes. takes time. Oh, that would be, that would be so amazing to bring it so full circle. Right, exactly. So we are, we're in about 20 hospitals now nationwide. I really would love to get back into the hospitals where my parents were. My, yes. my mom was at NYU. My dad was at Mount Sinai. I would love to to see it in cancer hospitals. It's just, it's wild mm-hmm. that like that doesn't happen, right? Like it's the major- hospitals where people need the best it's quality so food. It doesn't it's, so ha- it's not accessible. That's it's just so weird. The world that we live in, it's so weird. Yeah. Okay, so were you in a relationship when your parents were passing? Because I'm just thinking of your life at that point. Like how hard was that and how lonely and were you with your now partner that you're with? Like, what did that look like? I was. So with my mom, it was at the very tail end. So he has seen everything. The the good, the bad, the ugly. Adam is his name. Hi, Adam. And, hi, Adam. He's very much behind the scenes. Hates to, to hates all the, the star power. Hates mm-hmm. when I bring him onto Instagram. And I'm like, just make some content or just help me video something. And he's like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah. So it's so funny. But he was there. He was actually in the room. I was with my mom when she passed. I was with my dad when, she, when he passed. And Adam was with me. And he was right by my side. And it was so brutal to, you know, anytime you're, you're watching a loved one through this journey. But these two types of cancer just like they're just degraded so quickly in front of my eyes. It was just so, so devastating. And I did have Adam to lean on, which is great. And he, Adam's, even though he's a Virgo, he is definitely my polar opposite. I, I like to think the best, right? Like I le- I'm very optimistic, sometimes to a fault. He is very cynical, classic New Yorker. We, we met while we were in New York, but he is cynical and very much a realist in a way that balances me well and that I balance him well. So, mm-hmm. so that was good. So I'm grateful that I've, I had someone because as an only child, that was so, so yeah, challenging. so painful. I'm so happy that you were with him yes. and that you're still with him. Yes. And he must be a good guy. He is. He's a good one. a tough time, I'm sure, to get through. And then how many years after that was it that you started BTR Nation? So it was a while. Honestly, like I... I couldn't even like look at the recipes. It really actually brought up a lot of just like sadness and anxiety. Yeah. And it was just, it was, it was a lot. So I kept the recipes in a Google doc and I was like, okay, I will know when the time is right. And as before recording, I mentioned I worked at Further Food and I was the head of sales and marketing there. So I taught myself everything I learned, everything I needed to know about running a CPG company. And we worked and, together. And we worked together. It's like, oh, so full circle right now. Yes. But it was, that was a wonderful experience because that showed me how much like I really loved food and food is medicine and how we can really learn to heal ourselves or work towards healing ourselves with food. And I just fell in love with 
every kind of superfood and all the adaptogens and all the things. And it just, it made me so excited about the world again. Mm -hmm. And then the pandemic hit. So that was when I was, I was getting a little bit restless. I was like, well, maybe I, I want to try something myself. And then I was like, no, I'm, I'm a little too nervous. Like, I don't want to dip my toe in just yet. And then the pandemic hit and it felt like, I don't know, the whole world got, obviously mm-hmm. got turned upside down where I was like, okay, well, anything can happen any day. Let's do this. Yeah. And that's pretty much where I was like that moment. It felt like this existential crisis again, where I was like, we don't have control of our days. Like I got to live my purpose and mm-hmm. I got to do this before like life is short. I have to, I have to make it happen and soon. So, wow. Yeah. So, okay, so what did end that of 2020. Like? So I dusted off my recipes. I remember going into the Google Docs and all of a sudden it like felt right. It like felt like things were clicking and it didn't feel sad anymore to look mm-hmm. at the recipes. It felt like, oh my God, I have I have a product possibly. Yeah, like, like this so is much cool. work already put yes, into it. Yeah. So I was like, this is really cool. So I I knew I didn't want to go like the farmer's market route. Like it's a it was a bar slash bite. Like I knew I wanted to commercialize this recipe as quickly as possible and try to bring it to market test it, direct to consumers, see like, do people like this? Do people want this? And that was my whole goal for really like, we launched end of end of November of, of 2020. So like very end of the year, just to do a little test. And we sold out like immediately. Wow. So online, online, because nobody was like in the world at that time. <laughs> no, was in the, I can't even believe it's been this long. It just, it feels so weird. It feels like it was yesterday, but there's like four years. Like, I don't even know how that happened. It's a four-year vortex is kind of what I call it. It feels like a vortex. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so it was all direct to consumer. So then February of 2021, we came back fully in stock. We had a new SKU. We had, we were like a company, like a thing. And who's we? Like, is this you and your husband? Did you have people working with you? Like, who? It was all me at this Uh point. So my husband, I did drag him in. So he got dragged in, which... He always loves when he gets dragged into all of my fun projects. Uh, But this is now a real thing. But in the beginning, it kind of felt like a fun project because Mm -hmm. I was like, is this going to work? Like, I'm investing my life savings into this. Like, it has to work Mm -hmm. or it has to do something and I have to make some kind of impact. So he got dragged in as our operations manager and he helped me really, like, build this whole warehouse. Now we have, like, a full-time warehouse manager and we've got part-time staff. Like, it's kind of wild. So it's— Wow, but that's he huge. Was, he was the first person to, like, help me build out this warehouse because I knew that we wanted to be able to customize ourselves. And, like, a lot of times companies work with 3PLs, which you outsource all of your fulfillment to them. And there's just, you know, a lot of mistakes mm-hmm. and stuff. And at the control freak, Virgo perfectionist that I am, I'm like, okay, I want to keep everything in-house as much as possible. But we work with a manufacturer that they're a wonderful partner of ours. That was where I started first. I was like, I need to find a good manufacturer who can make this recipe exactly how I want it mm-hmm. with no sacrifices, no fillers, none of these other things. And that was the first thing. And most manufacturers were like, no, this can't be done. That was the first mm-hmm. thing because most bars have additives and mm-hmm. palm oil and titanium dioxide and or natural flavors, like even the super better for you, clean, simple ingredient bars usually have something like that. Mm-hmm. And for me, I was like, no, we are not making, like not cutting any corners. We got to do this right. We go big or go home. Like we don't want a consumer to come to us and like question. We want people yeah. to trust us. We want that transparency because that's what I would give my family. Yeah. yeah. 
So how did you get around that and create a product that still can be in stores and and still have some kind of shelf life? That's a good question. It is super challenging. And it's something that I have to come back to every single day with our manufacturing partner and be like, here are our non-negotiables, always. So for me, the big, big thing is we don't use natural flavors in Mm -hmm. any of our products. And that is really, really challenging because 99% of the snacks on the market have a natural flavor. That's how you're able to get like a birthday cake or like a red velvet. So we tell our customer base, like, we can't do that. And here's why. And it's not like it's, I don't like, I never like classifying like this is good or this is bad. Natural flavors are just the one ingredient in the market that like no one really knows what's actually in it. That's the sad thing. It's like, I understand like if I'm going to eat soy, if I'm going to eat dairy, if I'm going to eat palm oil, like cool, Mm -hmm. like that's fine. We're not going to put it in our products. I still consume it, you know, in moderation, but I am very, very careful with soy and palm oil because those things do not agree with me and I don't consume sugar alcohols. Those things don't agree with me, but at least they're on the label. Mm-hmm. Whereas natural flavors, it drives yeah, me crazy. Yeah, it's like, what is it? What could it be? <laughs> exactly. And it's, I know that it's derived from a natural plant mm-hmm. or animal mm-hmm. source. That's all we know. But I've actually been like calling flavor houses being like, can you tell me what what's in here? Just like give me the list of ingredients. They're like, oh no, no, it's proprietary. Like they won't tell me as the manufacturer of my wow. own product. And that's where I'm that's like, this so... is weird. This is shady. We can't, we mm-hmm. can't make a product with it. Mm-hmm. So we only make flavors that work without a natural flavor. I can't so, believe they can't even tell you, the creator who's going to like buy it and put it in your a product. Right. We're going to literally buy, like we're not going to, but we buy it, right. ingredients. Like we should have full there disclosure of what's be a label. in it. Right. So at least we can tell our customer base, like, hey, here's the 50 ingredients that are in a natural flavor, yeah. which is wild that there's just, 50 to 100 ingredients yeah. in one flavor. And it's like, it's just a catch-all so term. Yeah. I'm pretty sure in other countries, they would never do that. I mean, not all countries, but I know that like the U.S. is very behind <laughs> with letting us know what's in our food. It's out of control. It's the transparency mm-hmm. for me. That's mm-hmm. the thing. It's like if I'm eating a brownie and it has 50 grams of sugar, but it's like the best thing I've put in my mouth and I'm so excited to eat it. Cool. But like, at yes. least I know what's in my product. And I that's, feel the same way. It's not about being perfect or rigid or scared of food. It's just about being informed, I know, I especially know. for people who are sensitive or who have yeah. been sick or have autoimmune issues, because sometimes it's not worth it. Exactly. And you just don't know. That's the thing that really gets me going. But then, you know, we also want to cater towards people who do want to consume a little bit less sugar. So we like to make all of our products with 80 to 90 percent added less sugar and no added sugar. Mm -hmm. So that's the whole point of why we exist is really like melding these two worlds of low sugar, which historically when people see like, oh, it has no sugar, it's one going to taste bad or two probably has like sucralose, aspartame or sugar alcohols. Mm -hmm. So that's what people are used to and melding it with like super simple, clean ingredients. So everything has nuts and spices and dates. So we love to sweeten with dates. We love to sweeten with vanilla extract and with cacao, things that actually like grow in the world. And that's Mm -hmm. our whole philosophy is, you know, BTR, stands for be bold, tenacious, and resilient. And we want you to snack boldly and live your best life. Like that's the whole oh, the whole core. I love that so much. Thank you. And that's my parents' personal mantra. So mm-hmm. all comes from really? that. Yeah. Like they actually said that. Yes. Bold, so, tenacious, be and resilient. Be bold, tenacious, and resilient. So it's, uh, 
my dad was the one that coined all of these phrases. And I actually, I have all of, he would write every single one down in like letters and birthday cards. And I have all of them with me in San Francisco. And I read them to keep me motivated and inspired. And when I was thinking about our brand, I was like, well, we are better, right? So we're using better ingredients. We're trying to be better and do a better thing for this this country and our food system. What's a play on the word better? And then now I'm like, I don't even want to use it because now everyone uses the word better. Totally. So now my focus is like just making sure that people know it's BTR stands for be bold, tenacious, yes. and resilient. Wow. Your dad sounds like such a special person, by the way. Thank you. His legacy really lives on with you. you. People who write letters and like make such an impact. It's so special. I have to start doing that with Mm -hmm. my daughter. I have a couple letters, but I really like have to get on it. He was so good. And my mom was too. But my dad was, he was like a writer and just like a very creative, artistic person. And he just like wanted to get his words out on paper. Yeah, so that's so beautiful. Yeah. I really want to do that too. I say I'm starting. I have two letters and they're like long. One was when I was giving birth, I wrote a letter to Maddie and I was like, okay, this this is going to be so cool. And I'm going to, I'm going to read it to her as soon as she's born. And then I had an emergency C-section. So mm-hmm. all of that went. <laughs> Plans go out the window <laughs> during birth. Right out the window because I was so taken aback with how hard that recovery was going to be. It was a beast. And I was not prepared for it. And that first month, it was really a month that was like a full blur. And I was like, this is going to be great. I have a Maddie journal. I'm going to write every Mm -hmm. single day one little tidbit of love in the journal. (laughs) The journal is empty. And I have two letters. So at least, you know, we're we're getting there. The intentions are there. The intentions there. We're going to pick it back up. There's a lot of childhood ahead for us to to get into the writing. Wow. Okay. So what's your favorite flavor of all of your different products? Oh, it's a good question. So strawberry shortcake and dark chocolate brownie, the original flavor, Mm -hmm. are my two favorite bars. And then my favorite chocolate is our cherry chocolate. Mm. It is so good and so sweet without being like coyingly sweet. Delicious. And then I'm guessing you probably don't do things like red velvet and birthday cake because that would be just so hard to replicate. It's a little hard to mm-hmm. replicate. Which yeah, is fine. We, like, we love simple. Exactly. Like, we're all about simplicity. Exactly. We don't have that's to overwhelm sex. our taste buds. That's something that I've been thinking about so much. Like, when we take it back to the basics and nature and, like, what we're intended to consume, it's so good for us. It is. And it feels good. That's, mm-hmm. like, that's what we get all the time is, like, oh, my goodness, I ate this and, like, I feel good. And mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, that is exactly totally. that is it. Totally. Like, we just launched into most airports nationwide, not what? LAX. I hope LAX is coming. But SFO and then all we Newark, JFK, all the big major airports. And we were sampling back in New York a couple days ago. And everyone was like going crazy for these products because they were like, they're healthy, but they taste good. Like, how is this a thing? There's still this like perception that healthy must equal like gross. Mm-hmm. And it's... I don't know when and how that's going to, like how we're going to debunk that myth, but we're getting there. Like Mm -hmm. I definitely feel like I went back to like my childhood grocery store and all of a sudden our bars were there, which was so exciting. And then there's like Olipop and Poppy. And I was like, wow, this is so cool. I would have never thought that my childhood grocery store would have new and emerging brands that are now starting to bridge into conventional, which is really cool. But it is wild because people still think like healthy, like, oh, it's not going to taste good when it actually like 
all you need is a couple days to even really mm-hmm. just like reset your taste buds. Totally. And all of a sudden, like a strawberry becomes so sweet yes. and so succulent. And you're like, this is what a real strawberry tastes like, mm-hmm. as opposed to like a strawberry flavored drink. Yes. So different. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. It's so wild. This is such a different topic. But when I did water fasting for Lyme, mm, when I was mm-hmm. healing, and then I started incorporating juice again mm-hmm. and then fruit and then the rest of the foods, it is astonishing. Like a carrot juice was nectar from the gods. It was a really cool experience, not for the faint of heart. But for me, for what I was dealing with, it was one of the best things I ever could have done. That's amazing. That's amazing. Because yeah. you you get it. You've healed so holistically and naturally. And it's, I mean, it's just, it's so admirable. Thank you. I mean, this is so admirable. You should be so proud of yourself. Thank you. There are days where I'm like, this is super cool. Like this is, you know, I'm on you top of the world. To stop and look at what you've created. We all need to do that more. I know. I love that. Thank yeah. you for that reminder. I think I really want to create some content around this, like this concept of more, like mm-hmm. every time we get a win, I'm like, well, once we get that win, I'll feel even better. And then we get that win and I'm like, that's not enough. I know. I, like, no, I do we, the same thing. It's what what is uh, what is going to mm-hmm. make you happy? And like taking a step back and being here with you and talking, being able to share my parents' legacy, like that's the important stuff. Like yes. getting, getting the word out and being able to empower people to live their best lives. Like that's all that matters. Yes. So sometimes you get... A little jaded. <laughs> I know. It's hard. It's the it's perfectionist so thing too. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. So let's talk about your spiritual journey. Oh. I know that you're into breath work and meditation. I am. I am. Let's talk all about it. How did you get into that kind of stuff? And what's your daily spiritual practice? Okay. So I really started to dive in. This was definitely, it was after my mom passed. No, it was actually, it was after both my parents passed away. And I had always, I'd always been active. So my, like my pathway into spirituality, I was like, okay, it's probably going to be through yoga, but it wasn't. So at Further Food, we did this amazing festival called Wanderlust and they still exist. Love it so much. And I just like fell in love. I went to this breath work, like I had an hour away from the booth and I went to this breath work session. It was transformative. Mm-hmm. Literally, like I was on the floor sobbing hysterically. Everyone around me was like crying. So I was like, okay, this is great. Everyone's in this space, but it felt like such a safe space. I knew none of these people. And I was just, I was with my parents. Like I just felt like they were there. Yeah. It was just so eye-opening. Yeah. And that did it for me. It opened yeah. my eyes and I was like, okay, I want to do more and I want to be better at making this a habit. And one of my best friends is a Reiki healer and an energy healer. And so she is always making, like she has made me customized meditations. She That's like one of usually my birthday presents. She's like, let me make you a new personalized meditation, oh. which is so sweet. And she'll do like these custom affirmations for me. So now I have like my, my series of things. Like I have my breath work that I love to do. Then I'll do these like affirmations and I try, I try to do them about twice a week. That's like, that's what I've been mm-hmm. like routinely doing. I would love to do them once a day, but I'm so excited for your meditation platform because I was just going to say, we got to get you in there. Oh my God. Yes. It's created for people like us. 
people who like have a lot going on. I noticed. Yeah. I noticed because mm-hmm. I was listening to the episode with you and your husband. Yes. And he was talking, you were talking about the, the two minute yeah. one. And I was like, and I oh, I have to get to the end so I can hear the two minute one. Yes. But it's, I'll send it to you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Like that is sometimes all you need. So usually like when I'm doing breath work, it's usually, I don't even think I can do more than like four to five minutes before mm-hmm. I like literally collapse of exhaustion. I know. It's but like, well, it's, breath work is physically intense. It is so intense. Mm-hmm. But that's actually where I've seen the most noticeable difference. So yes. I'm not as good with meditations. I feel like I do drift and wander mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't feel the impact as much. But with breath work, it's like you feel it on a me. physical yes. level, mm-hmm. a mind, body, soul, frequency level. Yeah. It's impossible not to shift your whole entire state of being. Yeah. But it takes a little bit. It takes some energy. It, it does. takes some like, I got to be in this specific headspace. Yes. And we're going to dive in. Um, yes. And we're going to commune with another realm. Exactly. And we're going to breathe. I actually find the breathing very difficult. Yeah. Like, it's, I mean, there's a lot of different types of breath work, but the like, or whatever yes, it is, the yes, in, but that, in, like, out. I find it to be so challenging. Yes, that like but last I love exhale. It. Is, uh-huh. It's exhausting. And I'll, I'll tell my husband, I'm like, I'm going to close the door. Yeah. I go in the closet. That's my yeah. place because we actually we live in a one bedroom. So still you live in San We do. We live in a two bedroom and it's getting tight. <laughs> it's getting so tight. I get, well, especially with another kid on the way. So I, I definitely feel you. I know. It's it's a very, for San Francisco, it's a very large one bedroom. Yeah. So it's like, it feels like it definitely could be a two bedroom. Yes. So I'm like, this is a lot of space. I come from New York, literally mm-hmm. we, like lived in shoe boxes. So I'm like, I get it. But I literally shut the closet door and I'm like, I'm going to go in here and do breath work. And he's like, okay, well, you're you're pretty much going to be like in your own zone for the yes. rest of the night. I was like, do not talk to me after that. Literally. So it's Maddie is asleep. She's good to go. I'm like, okay, I need like a couple minutes. But after that, I'm just in like a whole, I'm like floating. So it's like a yeah. whole other place where any type of like negative energy, it like bounces off of me. But then there are you know, negative energy, it finds a way to get in. Mm-hmm. So it's like the more that it like, I wish I could like put a better shield up around myself. That's what I'm trying to work on is like, because like the world is always coming in and, you know, when you're running a business, there's always like amazing stuff, but there's also rejection and there's, you know, there's so much nuance and yes. paperwork. And I'm like, I got to put up a shield sometimes and just yeah. like let it Okay, that's why off. we got to get you in the platform because yes. we have this white light energy shower boundary. Oh, that's that exactly what I'm looking somebody for. Somebody created, or sorry, somebody requested. And I was like, oh, I've never needed something personally more in my life. I love it. So I try I to it. do it at least every other day. And even when I walk in here, because the lights and everything, like just being such a sensitive person, yeah. I have to remind myself, okay, I, I do have my white light around me. I'm not going to give my energy away. I'm actually going to like harness, yes. which is so hard for sensitive people. So I totally hear you. And then with the negative energy stuff, I really do believe that we can raise our frequency to a place where negative energy cannot touch us. Ugh. Like it still exists. Yes. Yeah. and But it lives out there. There will always be feedback that's like, oh my God, what about my beautiful product? Like what? But it can't touch you because you're in a higher vibrational state. Yes. That's the goal. That's why I love to meditate, do breath work. It's it's a balm, a healing balm for this wild world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I love it so much. So I'm so excited for the platform because I'm also looking for some new meditations to to shake things up a bit. And I I use it to really get closer to my parents and like yes. also try and channel, which is 
I would I and this is why I love listening to the podcast so much because I love how you channel and I I haven't gone there because I for myself I only try to channel my parents but some sometimes other people try to come mm-hmm. in and I like try to shut everything out besides my parents energy coming in and I I love it because it, it guides me, it inspires me, it keeps me going, keeps me motivated. Um, but I do know that if I like opened up the realm a bit more, <laughs> just like go in, yeah, go in more. I just feel like I'm gonna get way more energy, yeah. and it could be really amazing and exciting in a whole new chapter of my life. But also, yeah. I'm like, do I want that? Right, I, I have know. to be ready for it. <laughs> I know it's a lot. It's, it's a, a lot. lot, and I understand. I go back and forth all the time with like, this is the coolest thing in the world. What a gift that so many of us have. Also, do I really feel like (laughs) doing that? Like it's a lot. And you have to be in the right place, the right headspace. And you have to have the proper boundaries to disconnect after. Okay. Yeah. Otherwise, before and after. Because I used to never do that. So I was just walking around as kind of like a host to entities, beautiful entities and not so beautiful. Yeah. So that was a huge learning experience. Wow. As you started talking about your parents, I feel I see both of them. They're literally on your third eye. They're with you. They're right there. And your face is shape-shifting. And there's a lot of white angelic light emanating from your face. I love that so much. dissolved a little while you were talking about them, which is when I'm like, wow, okay. Wow. The spirits are here. Your parents. That's actually. So I see them when Mm -hmm. I look in the mirror. And like sometimes like so vividly. And it's not that like I do happen to look like my mom. My mom was a redhead as well, too. So I look like her. I don't really look like my dad, but I like I see them both in me and I will like see my face dissolve sometimes. So it's wild that you said that. So I'm like, okay, it's 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 just nice to have that affirmation. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I'm seeing your parents. This is so random. Swinging on a swing together. They're holding hands and they're swinging. It's a what? It's like a porch swing. Yes. They're holding hands and your mom is saying yes. It was truly meant to be that they're together now because she did feel really lonely before you joined her. Oh, I love that. I actually, I typically see them in like an armchair sitting next to each other, oh. holding hands. Like it's yeah, just they're it, like in the chair together. They're in they're the chair together. Yes, yeah. yes. It's it's wild. Oh, oh my goodness. This is so special. So That's thank really you for sharing special. that. Well, thank you for sharing them with me. That's why I was able to kind of feel them through your energy. Wow. Wow. So special. Well, for anybody listening who's lost a loved one, it's so important to remember that you do have a connection to them. You can speak to them. You don't have to be a medium or a psychic. You can just talk to them and they will hear you and they'll guide you. They're your angels. And you will feel better as well, too. Every time, every time I talk to them out loud, typically, sometimes it's in my head, but it's not as powerful that way. But when I talk to them out loud, they answer. Mm-hmm. They just, I mean, I feel them. I, you know, I I also know them so well that I kind of know what they would say. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'm like, are they coming through or is it just because I know them so well? But I know when I, when it's like not my own thoughts that it's them, if that makes yes, sense. Right? It like, does. There's sometimes like there's, there's this download that like all of a sudden like is in my head and I'm like, was I yeah, thinking that? No, that is not from me. Like, where did that come from? And they, 
placed it. There. I mean, that's yeah. my my firm belief is that they yeah. placed it there, and uh, you get it. So I do. That's the difference, and it's also really easy to question ourselves, like you said. Like, is it just because I know them so well? I don't think so. I think it's because you know them so well. You recognize that's obviously them <laughs> speaking to you. Yeah, it's really special. It is. It it helps so much mm-hmm. because. I, oh my goodness, I know Saturday is is my mom's anniversary, so that's going to be a bit of a trigger day, but it's also a day for me to honor her. And, you know, I honor her every day, but like really hone in and like share with Maddie all, all, yes. all about her grandma and all the things. And it's, we've really created this beautiful community around this like BTR mantra mm-hmm. that people get it. And people, you know, we have so many people in our community that are like, oh my goodness, this resonates so deeply with me. Like, I lost a parent. I lost a sibling. I have eaten in a hospital for like, mm-hmm. you know, 10 months straight or I'm battling with diabetes and I need something like this. And I just, I want people to feel like they're part of our family, this yeah. big BTR family. That's so beautiful. I love that so much. What an amazing mission. Thank you. So what's on the horizon for the brand? What are you excited about? Oh my goodness. Well, so many things. We do have some really big expansions this year. So we la- at the very end of last year, we launched into airports nationwide, which was wild. We're in Blue Bottle Cafes nationwide, which is just so Ooh, cool. cool. We did start this venture into food service, which has been super cool because now you can find us in select hospitals and hotels. And it's it's very random. I wish it was more organized, the Virgo in me, uh-huh. but it's it's happening where like every day a new hospital is like, oh, this is cool. We'll oh, order this. Nice. And they bring in a third cafeteria and it's really cool. So we have done a lot of that. And now is our time to, in our expansion into a little bit more grocery. We also, as mm-hmm. I mentioned before, we launched into Rayleigh's, which is like our first conventional grocery store, which is so Sacktown cool. people. That's right. I know we have our Sacramento listeners. That is right. Rayleigh's, Bel Air. Yes. Knob yes. Hill. Knob Hill. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. All of them. So we're in six. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> so I love it. All the Rayleigh's, which is so exciting because that's, so that's our backyard exciting. too. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, we've, we're so excited about these, this new retail expansion, which is coming. And now it's just like all of that, not negative energy, but just like getting all the I's dotted and the T's crossed yes. and the nuances, like, you know, getting bank letters and documents and all the things. So once all of that's <laughs> done, we'll be able to like get to the exciting part of just getting the product yeah. in more and more people's hands. That's and so exciting. And we are launching new products. So we're Ooh. in the process of making a new chocolate, which is so fun. Oh and then God. we have our we have a high protein bar. All of our Ooh. bars right now. Oh, I'm excited. They're, they're, they have seven to 10 grams of protein. It's amazing, but it's a 35 gram bar. So it's more of a snack sized bar. Mm-hmm. So it's like perfect for like bre- between breakfast and lunch. Mm-hmm. But if you're looking for more of that like higher protein bar, this is the first time we are launching a high protein bar and it's I'm happening so in April. Oh my so God, I'm coming. counting down. I'm working on my protein intake so much right now. So hard. I was formerly super protein deficient without even realizing it. Wow. So now every single meal, I'm totally focusing on protein. I'm so excited. That is amazing. Can you share with us the flavors or anything? So I I can share one of them okay. because one of them's close. One uh-huh. of them's coming. So this is our first foray into a more textured bar as well, too. So all of our bars are usually like soft and chewy. So very much similar to like a typical snack bar on the market. But this one has quinoa crisps and pe- mm. whole peanuts in it. So it's our peanut butter crunch bar. It is absolutely delicious. That sounds so good. It is so good. So it's going to be one of the highest plant protein bars on the market with complete organic protein. Oh, 
So oh my God. That sounds like a play on my favorite candy bar. When I was a kid, I was obsessed with crunch bars. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, this is so exciting. I'm going to buy you out of Erewhon. I'm going to like <laughs> go right in there I when you guys sh- launch. I was so shocked when I was, because I was eating lunch at Erewhon Beverly Hills and all of my favorite flavors, I was like, Oh boy, how are we out of stock? So I'm yeah. sure they'll, they'll they'll be restocking soon. So. Super. I mean, that's like something to be so proud of. Thank you. And then, of course, for everybody listening, we have a discount code. We have balanced, balanced for twenty yes. percent off. You guys got to get on it. And if you're watching the video, like, look at this brand. Look how beautiful <laughs> it is. The chocolate. Thank you. I'm gonna open this like the second that we oh. stop recording because. Being pregnant, I'm always hungry and it looks so good. I hear you. These are going to be, they're going to satisfy the sweet tooth. They're amazing. Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. Final question for you. We talked about your sun, moon and rising. What is your human design? If you know. So, yes. I need to to learn more about human design. Uh I am a manifesting generator generator uh-huh. yes that's it uh-huh. so it's it's interesting because my best friend who's very spiritual energy killer she has been helping me with human design a bit and i thought i would be a generator and she was like oh you're a generator but then when we looked into it i'm a manifesting generator and now we're figuring out what that means yes. for me yeah so i'm still like a little on mm. the cusp she's a projector so okay. yeah yeah that doesn't surprise me as a healer being yeah. a projector manifesting generator very similar to a generator but okay. you have Dual. You have like a lot of dual stuff okay, going on. Okay. Manifester and generator together. So you can manifest your ideas to real life. Hello. Okay. But you have a self-generated motor to generate you at the same time. Okay. So that's a great a way to of, explain it. I yeah, love that. There's a ton of power in it. And I'll tell you an app that you should download that okay. can tell you everything. Amazing. That you need to know. Oh, I love oh that. Oh my gosh. Any final words for our Soul on Fire listeners? Be bold, tenacious, and resilient. We have only one life, so let's live it. Absolutely. Mic drop. Thank you so much. This was so special. Such a fun conversation. And I can't wait for everybody to try your product. Thank you so much, Doran. This is amazing. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. I'm so happy that you're here. Come say hi on Instagram at The Balance Blonde and tell me what your favorite part of this episode was. Subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and send me a screenshot of your rating and review for a free Soul on Fire yoga ebook. See you next Wednesday. Love you guys. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.